Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Our guest today is Larry Gard. Larry is the president of Hamilton Chase Consulting and is an expert in a number of coaching niches, including pre-hire assessments, executive coaching and 360-degree feedback, career coaching, and pre-retirement consulting. With so much churn in the marketplace, both voluntary and involuntary, there is lots of job loss around us. Now this job loss has been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. So how do you navigate a smooth transition to your next chapter? If you don't realize this, that is important now more than ever. With that context in mind, Larry is joining us on Success Insight to chat about his book, Done With Work, A Dozen Perspectives on the Decision to Retire. Larry, welcome to the Success Insight podcast. Thanks very much, Howard, and thank you for that kind introduction. It is our pleasure and certainly a pleasure to have you join us, you know, in the spirit of full disclosure for our listener community. I've known Larry for a number of years and it was like pulling teeth to get him on this podcast because his topic is so very important in this whole idea of getting ready for our next chapter. And as we, you know, created this context, this COVID-19 pandemic is forcing us to make some rather important decisions now. So Larry, again, welcome. And for our listeners, can you provide a little bit of background of who you are and the work that you have been doing? And then we'll kind of get into the this topic of done with work. Sure, Howard. Thanks. Uh, let's see. My uh, undergraduate degree from University of Michigan was in psychology. And then I pursued graduate work here in Chicago at Northwestern in clinical psychology, but with an emphasis on older adulthood. But then I had a general psychotherapy practice for many, many years and shifted over about uh, 12 years ago to doing more consulting work. While I was at a client's office doing some executive coaching, the head of HR said to me, you know, Larry, while you're here, we have a vice president who said that she's going to retire, but she won't tell us when. And the light bulb sort of sort of went off for me that hmm, perhaps this is an opportunity to revisit my interest in the second half of life and, and aging related matters. I thought there might be a lot of baby boomers out there who are ambivalent at best about the retirement decision. And so I decided to move more into that area. Fantastic. And it's interesting. Everybody leaves the workforce at some point in their lives, assuming they're working. Some of it's voluntary, some of it's involuntary. And for some, it happens in a split second. What are some of the signs that you're seeing out there today? I mean, you are in Chicago still, you have a place in Wisconsin, but you're still seeing the the hum of the big city, urban areas. What are you seeing now in terms of, are there any changes to transition out of the workforce because of this pandemic that we're going through? Certainly. I mean, my, my interest has been primarily on people who are actually making the decision to retire. Okay. Other than the, the involuntary. But uh, yes, I mean, this pandemic has very much had dramatic impact on the transition, whether it was voluntary or not. 
part of what's happened with the pandemic is that it used to be that if you were contemplating retiring, you know, you would have the option of exploring different alternatives, whether it was volunteering or traveling and things of that sort. But right now, the options of doing those things are rather limited. The other piece that uh, actually a friend of mine shared was that he'd recently retired and he said, you know, this health crisis has really made me very much aware of my own mortality. Being over 60, you know, I'm at a greater risk of having complications or dying from this virus. And it made me realize that in retirement, I better be making good choices because I don't, I may not have the luxury of a long life. And I want to make sure that what I do in retirement is really, truly satisfying. I can't make a mistake. That's what he said to me. I thought that was an interesting perspective. So with your book, Done With Work, A Dozen Perspectives on the Decision to Retire, and for our listeners, we'll provide a link back to Larry's website, which we'll introduce later, as well as to a book page on Amazon. And these perspectives, and I'm curious first how you began to contemplate writing this book. And, you know, I love the fact you each one of these perspectives is is a client story. And so how did this book begin to take shape for you? Well, you know, part of it, Howard, was I, I, I realized, you know, we've got roughly 10,000 baby boomers are turning 65 every day, and that's expected to be true through this decade. So there are a lot of people facing this transition. And if you're in good health, your retirement, that could be the longest phase of your life, certainly longer than adolescence. But Frankly, most people don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. We don't prepare ourselves emotionally. And the guidance that we get is often, you know, save more than you think you'll need and try and remain active. Those are wise notions, but they're not necessarily enough to help us navigate through this major life transition. The other thing that that led me to to write it was that the, the people that I've come across over the years, I mean, they describe the prospect of retirement as feeling like they're jumping off a proverbial cliff of uncertainty. And they don't have a clue about what they're going to do. They fear they'll be bored or they'll regret the decision. Or they feel like they'll be diminished and adrift without that sense of identity that they got from work. And then the other thing that I've seen is, you know, many people watched a parent or a grandparent go through a very difficult retirement. That was certainly true for me. I mean, my dad never prepared financially or emotionally, and it was like watching a train wreck in slow motion. He just figured he'd work until he couldn't anymore. And then in his 70s, he started to lose his eyesight and then continued on trying to work for another decade. And, And it was just a financial disaster for him trying to keep the business afloat. And I wanted to understand, you know, how do people make the decision? What gets in the way of making the decision? And so that led led me to do structured interviews with with people who had recently retired to get that sense. And my hope is that, you know, reading stories about what other people went through would would help people who are grappling with that, that question when to retire. And one of my interviewees said, you know, it's not easy to decide when to be done. And that's actually where the title of the book came from. Okay. So within the book, you you have these perspectives, these stories. What do you feel were the major takeaways if someone needs to start to even contemplate to think about retiring? What were the takeaways that 
they at least need to have it on a piece of paper, a checklist that, okay, I need to make these calls. I need to do, do certain things, take some action. Uh, so I'm curious about what those takeaways were and then what other lessons or insights you took away from these interviews that in the listening community would be interested in or want to know about. Well, you know, again, everyone's situation is unique. Perhaps uh, if I could share a few few brief quotes from from some of the respondents, there were there were a few that really struck out for me. One person said, his name was Walter. He said, you know, people should clearly understand who they are and what really drives them. They need to know what they enjoy about work so that they can find substitutes for it. They've got to find interests, hobbies, or other things that give them the same level of fulfillment and satisfaction that their work provides. And then he said, the need for fulfillment doesn't go away. I was really struck by that. Another uh, interviewee, Sharon, said, you know, I'd really encourage people not to commit to anything initially. Uh, So many people I know have settled on one activity for their retirement thinking it's going to be the right thing without really examining or exploring multiple possibilities. And uh, again, I've, I've run into that myself with other clients where, you know, they just assumed that taking care of their grandkids or playing golf was going to be the perfect way to, to fill up all those, those hours. And yeah, they enjoy those things, but it's not always enough. Then a a third person, Beverly said, you know, when you're in your forties and fifties, be sure to start reflecting on your values. Think about what gives your life purpose. Because she said the process of discerning your values and finding outlets for them takes time. And if you wait until the last minute to do it, it can be anxiety-provoking, if not downright paralyzing. One of the uh, other people I interviewed, I mean, she talked about the year leading up to her retirement just really having trouble sleeping. She's quite anxious about it. I'm curious, how does somebody who, I mean, most of the participants in this book, the contributors, I mean, many of them had some pretty powerful roles. I mean, there was one individual, the, the doctor, you know, a surgeon. He's, like, he's kind of the top of the food chain in the medical profession. How, how do people go from being in these powerful positions of influence and title, for that matter, and all of a sudden, there, there's nobody to tell what to do or I have no place to go at 8 o'clock in the morning because I'm retired? How do they begin to adapt to that? Well, first, perhaps I can speak about the decision-making process, and then I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that exact point. You know, in, overall, among my respondents, I tended to notice the same thing, which was that very often there were internal psychological factors at play, and there were also typically external factors, things like you know, there may have been a shift in the marketplace or disruptive technology. And for the people I spoke with, there was a convergence of these things. It, it was as if the decision came about when they were psychologically ready and that coincided with the external circumstance. So when the emotional factors were in sync with the situational ones, that's when the, the decision came about. And that was certainly true for the uh, surgeon that you mentioned, you know, psychologically, internally, he was starting to just not feel 
as confident in his surgical abilities. Nothing had happened in the in the uh, operating room. I mean, there were no changes in outcomes or any such thing. But he just, you know, he he saw that his younger colleagues were starting to become very much proficient in uh, robotic surgery and other advances. Yet they still turned to him for his expertise on, on complex cases. But he just was not as cons- is confident. And he also, after many, many years of practice, you know, had seen what could go wrong despite you know, one's best efforts. So I think he was starting to become internally that much more cautious. So that was the internal piece. And then externally, he also saw that you know, he had brought on board and trained many, many younger colleagues, and he felt very comfortable that he could turn over the practice to them and that their patients would be in, in good hands. But also to, to address your, your question, how was he able to do it? Well, part of it, and again, this was true for virtually all of my respondents, is he had other things that he was interested in doing. You know, he had interests that were outside of his profession and, and certain goals that he wanted to pursue in retirement. So he was retiring to something, not necessarily from something. So that was uh, important in his case. You know, I'm Wondering as you're describing, you know, the scenarios and these examples to my question, there seems to be the conversations we ought to have just because we're preparing for a retirement is, you know, when's my last day? How do I prepare for it? How do I let my my peers, my employees, my contract, my clients, contractors, customers know it? How do I do the financial things? Where am I going to live? You know, if you're married with kids all over the place, you got to make those decisions, whether you're going to have two homes. But it seems as though early on, we really need to work on the the inside, the head game, so to speak, of really getting emotionally ready for this this change in life. I'm biased, Howard, but I, I certainly agree with you. I think we underestimate the magnitude of this transition. And because of that, it's that much more important to really start start thinking of these things early on so that you can exit on your terms rather than somebody else's. And what ways can we do that? I mean, we can go pick up a copy of the book, Done With Work, but what's the next step? What are the steps that we need to start to take so that it's on our radar, so to speak? We're aware of it. Well, you know, to to their credit, the financial services industries, I think, are doing a very solid job these days of sort of broadening their focus away from just making sure that your your finances are absolutely in order. And they're starting to help people understand that this decision is more than just about the money. So uh, many of the many of the financial service organizations out there have you know, very good material on their website to help you start looking at some of these other areas. But to your point, it's very, I think, essential that people start having some of these conversations with their family members and their their colleagues. People, they, I mean, they 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 they're not stupid. They 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 know that you're you're approaching retirement age. So, you know, it's not as if you're going to surprise them by by bringing this topic up. In fact, they may be relieved that you're starting to, to think about it. Where would your ideal clients, your listener, uh, for our listeners as well, 
where would they go to, to, to find more information or the resources to find more information to start down this path of getting prepared? I've got a website called donewithwork.org where you can get more information on the book. There's information about the uh, short-term coaching programs that I offer to, to help people explore the, the head and heart side of this transition. There's also a complimentary transition readiness quiz that you can access uh, at that website. I've also got a blog retirementpsychology.blogspot.com. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn as well. Okay. Well, we will definitely uh, provide backlinks to the you know, donewithwork.org as well as your retirement readiness score, that, that quiz uh, that's available, as well as retirementpsychology.blogspot.com. And also to your book, too, on the major book pages. What I'd love to do, Larry, and I, I, this is just a it's not only a fascinating conversation topic for me, you know, for somebody who's just turned 60 myself, you know, for better, for worse, I think I'm going to be working the rest of my life. But having said all that, it's good. Life is good right now. I love coaching, but I, I think it would be beneficial to keep this conversation going and, and really kind of dive in more into some of the nuances of how we, you know, start down this path of, okay, I'm done with work. What's next? And I love the way you described not only the internal and external factors, but also aligning the head and the heart, because I think that uh, that they both come into play right there. So I would love if you, if you're open to it, just coming back onto the Success Insight podcast and continuing this conversation. Well, Howard, that would be my pleasure. I know that certainly lots of angles to this story, whether we're, we're talking about the, the role of the business owner or the, the company, and, and also uh, some more discussion around what individuals are going through. Fantastic. Well, we'll definitely chat and set some time for you to come back on the show. Larry, thank you so much for, for joining us. And this has been an absolute pleasure. And again, for our listeners, I feel like I'm pulling teeth to get him on the show. But, you know, just such an important piece of work. And this book is a fantastic book. And reading other people's stories is, is so very important to kind of hear their journey. And that parts of it are going to resonate for you. So do take advantage of it. Larry, be safe and take care of yourself. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Success Insight Podcast. My pleasure, Howard. Thank you. All right, folks, there you have it. We have just been chatting with Larry Gard on the Success Insight Podcast. Larry's president of Hamilton Chase Consulting, and he is the author of the book, Done With Work, A Dozen Perspectives on the Decision to Retire. And it's it's definitely a decision not to be taken lightly, and it's to our benefit, whether it's ourselves, our family, our close family members, our friends. It's not something you can just wake up the next day, I'm retired, and then say, now what do I do? Because that doesn't serve you or any of your loved ones. So go out and visit Larry's website, learn more about him and his work at donewithwork.org. You can also go out and uh, retrieve a copy of his free tool, the Retirement Readiness Score, and that's available via a link on the website. And also visit his blog site, retirementpsychology.blogspot.com. And also the book is available too on Amazon. And of course, we're going to provide you the backlinks 
to all of that. So folks, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day. Be safe, take care of yourselves, take care of your friends and family, wear those masks and practice social distancing. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Take care now. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com. 